We got 10 days until the NBA draft, and the Indianapolis Colts have significant holes. That's what the draft is built to fill. We'll see if they're able to do it. We'll go over where those holes are and how maybe the Colts can fill them. We'll also talk about Indiana basketball. They had a visitor this weekend, Malik Renault, a five-star recruit from the Mount Verde Academy, same place that produced Jalen hood Shafino, who's going to be an incoming freshman. Jalen hood Shafino was also in town for Renault's visit. Hopefully that went well. By all accounts, it did. People are saying that it went very well. But what you would like to do is you'd like to close the deal. You don't want to let the guy out of town without a commitment. Renault has a couple of more visits on his docket. We'll talk about that. The Pacers, the way they structured the trade for Karis LeVert did not pay them dividends, at least not in the short term. Talk about that too. This is Breakfast with Kent for Monday, April 18th, 2022. Brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. They are great at what they do. You got a plumbing problem, they got a plumbing solution. Call them. 765-610-8809 is the number. Hit subscribe, hit the like button, ring the bell. Let's go, let's talk about sports. And if you have a comment, uh, or more importantly, if you have a question, donate. I'll see the comment, the question, I'll read it, I'll answer it immediately, because that's what we do here, Right? This is a capitalist society. You get attention with a little bit of cash. It's always nice. We're not greedy. We're just capitalists. All right, let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts and their needs. Last week was a big week for the Colts. You get the safety, right, in Rodney McLeod from the Philadelphia Eagles, and you get Stephon Gilmore, quarterback, from the Panthers. The good thing about Gilmore with the Panthers, and the thing that might be being missed by people is they say that Gilmore is injury prone, is that Gilmore got hurt with the Patriots, had it tore his quad, had to have quad surgery, signed with the Panthers, and then completed the season last year healthy. So it's not like he got hurt in week 12 and then had to have surgery and is still rehabbing. He got hurt previous to playing with the Panthers and finished the last eight weeks with the Panthers, finished the season healthy. So he's coming to the Colts a healthy property instead of somebody who's damaged. Now he's going to be 32. And and at 32, cornerbacks, you know what? They're relying more on kind of tactics than athleticism at that point. But Stephon Gilmore, a five-time Pro Bowler, a two-time first-team all-Pro, this is a definitive upgrade. When was the last time the Colts had a legit outside quarterback in the Pro Bowl? It has been a long, long, long time. Having Stephon Gilmore has the potential to elevate this defense. I mean, you pick up guys like Gilmore, McLeod, and Gakwe, and you feel pretty good about the upgrades you've made to the defense in the short term, Right? Offensive side of the ball, you need wide receivers, plural. You've got to get wide receivers in the draft, guys that Matt Ryan can throw to. Because there's no point, right, in upgrading at quarterback. And Matt Ryan is a serious upgrade at quarterback over Carson Wentz, even at the age of 36. Uh, but you got to have guys for him to throw to, or what the hell? What are you doing? And uh, all... Apologies to Desmond Patman, Ashton Doolin, 
uh, Kiki Kute, you know, Michael Strong. But, you know, that's, you want to go to war with those guys as your weapons, okay, you know. It's not going to go terribly well, in all likelihood, asking two of those guys to really take a step up and become top-flight wide receivers in the NFL is a big ask. Going into the draft, taking somebody at 42, taking somebody at 73, you have a chance. With wide receivers especially, there are some positions where you have got to go big early to go get quality, right? you got to get somebody in the top half of the first round of the NFL draft to think you've got a plug-and-play guy. That's not true with wide receiver. Wide receivers are, are much more ready to go right out of a crate after the draft than they used to be. And at least as many guys over the last five years, the pro bowlers at wide receiver have come from the second and third round as the first round. You, get, you look at guys like A.J. Brown and Debo Samuel. By the way, the Colts are not going to trade for Debo Samuel. That's not going to happen. That's clip, clickbait at other sites. And if they're talking about Debo Samuel being a trade uh, acquisition of the Colts, that's just not going to happen. He's still, that, that it, it just, for a variety of reasons, I don't even think we have time to go over the number of reasons that Debo Samuel, number one, is not going to be traded in all likelihood by the San Francisco 49ers and why he's not going to be acquired by the Indianapolis Colts. He is a terrific weapon. There aren't that many. What would that offense have been? without Debo Samuel. You got Samuel, you got Kittle. Making Garoppolo really, really efficient as a quarterback, without either one of those guys, you have enormous problems at that position. But you look at the wide receiver position, Debo Samuel was a second rounder. A.J. Brown, a second rounder. Uh, D.K. Metcalf, a second rounder. Michael Pittman Jr., a second rounder. Terry McLaurin, a third rounder. You got Cooper Cup, late round guy. You can get value at wide receiver, and this is a deep draft at wide receiver. Maybe not great at the elite level, but I don't even know what that is anymore at wide receiver. you got a lot of guys who are going to be able to play in the NFL as rookies and be productive at wide receiver in this year's draft, and the Colts have to get two of them. you also got to get a tight end. You need a starting tight end. Jack Doyle. Fine, but you need to go get a guy. And, and we talk about Jeremy Ruckert all the time at Ohio State. He fits, but all it takes is one crazy GM to take him in the late first round or the early second round, and the Colts don't even, even get a bite at that apple. And that's kind of where you are. And he's not the kind of dynamic talent where you're going to go uh, trade up to get him. So if he lasts to the third round, the fourth round, that's a target. If he goes early, you know what? All right, nutty GMs just kind of stole our thunder. That's the way it is. Uh, you need offensive line depth, obviously. I think you've got you've got four very legit starters. You've got three starters coming back, right? In Nelson, Kelly, and Smith. And then at right guard, Danny Pinter's going to be fine. At left tackle, Matt Pryor makes the nerves. And rightly so. Can you find a way to get an upgrade at left tackle over Matt Pryor? 
I don't know whether you're going to be able to do that. And, and so you may just have to go to war with him and try to build depth behind him. And there's not a lot of depth behind any of those positions because Chris Reed's gone, Glowinski's gone, Fisher's gone, and, and those guys really haven't been replaced externally. The Colts have gone out and gotten guys, but those guys don't project to be the quality of guys who left. So Chris Ballard's got some work to do. We'll see if he's able to do it. Uh, but, it, you know, T.Y. Hilton wasn't great last year. Zach Pascal wasn't great last year. Um, so the bar isn't set too high as far as replacing those two guys and their productivity. Plus, Carson Wentz only, really only targeted Michael Pittman Jr. Other than that, there weren't a lot of targets. There, nobody else, it, Pittman was targeted about 130 times. Nobody else for the Colts was targeted more than 70 times. That tells you the kind of focus Wentz and, and attention Wentz paid to Pittman at the expense of everybody else. Didn't read the defenses uh, accurately or in a timely way. And that was a problem with Carson Wentz. There were moments that Carson Wentz looked like a legit quarterback. However, they weren't numerous enough to bring him back and, uh, and see what happens in 2022. Other problems as well. Uh, but the defense is set. Defense looks good. Defense is going to be okay. Indiana, they hosted Malik, Renner, or Malik Renault over the weekend in Bloomington. He played the Jordan Brand game on Friday night along with high school teammate Jalen hood Shafino, And then both hood Shafino and Renault Bombed it down from Chicago to Bloomington. I know that drive very well, down the Ruel W. Steele Memorial Highway. I don't know whether it's going to continue to be the Ruel W. Steele Memorial Highway uh, after the I-69 extension is complete sometime in the next half century. We'll all get to drive down. What a luxurious drive that's going to be down state, the former State Road 37 at some point in our lives. It could be another 10 to 12 years, right? Anyway, the visit with Renault, according to sources down in Bloomington, went really, really well. You'd like to get a commitment out of a kid when he visited, visits your place first, but uh, Renault is also going to visit Maryland and Virginia. Take a look at those places and hopefully settle on the Hoosiers, where he's going to get minutes right out of the gate. 6'8", power forward, 14 points a game, really good player. If you watch... The, uh, the high school national championships on the ESPN family of networks, you saw Renault and Hood Shafino. Hood Shafino played really well in the fourth quarter of the semifinal, and then I thought Renault was good throughout. Looks like a guy who's going to play at a high level, ranked in the top 30, a five-star kid. Let's go. Let's get that guy so you don't need to dip into the portal. Don't go into the light, Carolyn. Don't go into the light, Mike Woodson. Don't. Leave the portal be. Disenfranchise players from other people's programs. You don't need to inherit their problems. All right? What have we seen from the portal so far at Indiana? Don't go to the light. Uh, Pacers. Yikes. When the Cavaliers uh, lost on Friday night, the Pacers lost. They don't get the 16th overall draft pick in the June draft. 
Uh, hopefully, the Cavs make the playoffs toward the end, just like they would have this year. Uh, oh, they, like the eight seed in the East, that would have been cool because you get 16, right? However, that's not what happened. And, and so the trade for Karis LeVert right now, you know what? You're holding an empty bag if you're Kevin Pritchard. If next year they finish outside the uh, lottery, if they go to the playoffs, the Pacers will get their first-round pick. If they don't get the first-round pick of the Cavs next year, they get two twos, one in 25, one in 26 or 7. I don't know. And, and so far, it doesn't look great, does it? Darius Garland was hot garbage on Friday night. My God Almighty! You know what? If you're gonna uh, if you're gonna go lone wolf like Darius Garland did on Friday night, you better pay it off. You know, you got guys on that team who can score, who can play, and you just bring it down and go bombs away all night long to the tune of 27 shots, and you only scored 21 points. You caused your team to be sitting right now instead of playing. Darius Garland was terrible on Friday night. He got to go to work. Uh, Cubs won 6-4 in Denver. Suzuki with his fourth home run. They got a 5-4 record. They play Tampa Bay tonight at Wrigley Field. Game time 7-40 on the East Coast in Chicago if you're going to the game at 6-40, of course. Cubs not bad so far. Getting good starting pitching. Uh, timely hitting by Suzuki. And, and they don't look like a, a terrible ball club at this point. Five and four, that's all right the first nine games. What are you going to do? Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we, on this, I swear to God, snow in central Indiana. I'm not kidding. Take a look at this. It is April. April 18th, for the love of God. We can't have this. What are we doing? My goodness, Chuck Lofton, Brian Wilkes, I hold you people personally responsible, all right. Birthdays, John Wiley, the great Greg Hansberry celebrating a birthday. Love Greg Hansberry. Uh, Michelle Rice celebrating a birthday. Cam Coney, happy birthday. Uh, former, what were they, the Leathernecks of Western uh, Illinois, right? A, a Leatherneck and also a Cathedral Fighting Irish graduate. Wonderful family, one of my favorites. Samuel Gregory, Donnie Kaufman. Jim Stansel and Lana Humphreys celebrating a birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Let's get rid of this snow. Let's get a warm weekend going. Let's have a great week. Lift each other up. Don't pull each other down. Let's go. Let's take on the day later today inside Indiana Sports Now. Woo!